Welcome to the Some Laugh Podcast. It could be like, oh, that was some laugh, or there was just some, some laughs. laughs. Well, no promising all laugh. No, <laughs> it's, it's, there's going to be some. It's some laugh. It's a family show, this. Yeah. <laughs> we appeal to everyone. Some family. Some the bloody Adam's family. family. You know? <laughs> could, you hang, could you imagine, like, people put, like, you know... Putting this on in a living room, sitting yeah. as a family. Having their dinner. <laughs> Dinner's watching, on their laps. Watching, watching us on YouTube. <laughs> no, doing audio only and just sitting around the radio staring at each other. <laughs> I think that would be a great show. Especially with the dog now. We've got a new added feature player, the yeah. dog. Bertie. The Bert- fifth beetle. Bertie the dog. Bertie, of course, famously a boy's name. Well, if you, if, if you say so. That sounds a bit heteronormative. If you've been very prescriptive, yeah. Yeah. For the listener, if you're not uh, watching, Bertie is a cute wee dog, and it's Liam's dog. <laughs> dog, I want to say. I want to say, <laughs> <wanna say, laughs> say it's a dog. seen dogs before, and uh, <laughs> this looks like a dog to me. Do you know that? There's, even when I was younger, uh, it was when we first all got camera phones, right? And one of the like most sort of well-known things in our school became this video that we took, because we were just outside like the shop on a weekend, like, I think we were maybe... Probably too young to even be looking to try and get drink. We just happened to be there, and we met my mate's dad, who's like, "Do you know there's a there's a goat over in that motor, right?" <laughs> and there was a there was like a car park, right? And there was just somebody had just left this goat in the back of a car, right? <laughs> so we went over and we're like, <laughs> "Fuck's sake! Fuck's sake! Fuck's sake! He can't be doing that." It's like you hear people leaving their dogs in motors when it's too hot. You can't yeah. leave a goat in a no, motor. No, goat's either. dying hot But cars. the thing is, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goat curry in the back of a car and you're in a cop. But what happened, so we went over and we started filming it on the, those big brick three phones that were like the first set of camera ones. And we're like, oh, there's a goat in a motor. Blah, blah. And then for some reason, my mate Dale, just at the end of the video I was taking, just went, look at that dog <laughs> and for years people just said to him at school look at that dog like, I mean, this stupid goat video like, it's just the most random thing ever but honestly that was uh, that was my first ever video I posted to YouTube and in many ways nice. still my most successful <laughs> is it still there it's still on YouTube it's probably it's still on YouTube eh? goat in a motor I'll actually I'll put it, I'll put it in, in the edit I'll, put it, I'll, I'll show you now in fact I'll show you next time go fix to this, the uh, motor I know I know <laughs> me and Steve ain't going to be listening much of the conversation today, nah. just so you know. I go, if, I, if I type in goat in a motor, I wonder if it will just come up or whether <laughs> I like, I'll need to actually like, search for one thing. Oh, it does. It's the first thing, Jenko. <laughs> it's had uh, 728 views from 15 years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's insane. Even box watching it are not adding to it. <laughs> That's my voice. It's the kind of picture quality I was expecting. <laughs> to be fair. There's a fucking goat in that motor. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't picture it in the front seat of the motor. <laughs> Driving the car. That's funny, man. Still the Those way video that. cameras, like the three thing that you were saying. Aye. I got one when I was 
uh, I went to Saltcoats on holiday with my auntie, and it, they cost like fifteen pound. Were so cheap yeah, when three yeah. came out, and I used my holiday money to buy a phone. But it was like getting myself into a contract essentially, <laughs> and uh, my mum made me like take it back because <laughs> she was like, "You went. And I gave you fifteen pound to like buy sweets and stuff like that. Not a fucking twenty-four month commitment. Uh, yeah, a, com- <laughs> a contract. Like a new landline as part of the deal." <laughs> So, uh, so I were joined by uh, Bertie the dog, uh, and of course, uh, of course I guess to a lesser extent, this, yeah. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> week Liam Wafnell, who yeah. we are currently recording in the the residence of, uh, and who has once again for the second week running insisted no. that we have his no. poster <laughs> from his twenty fucking nineteen show uh, yes. in the background of this one. Amusement Home award coming. winning. Do you think it's fucked up that I have this still? No, because they cost a lot of money, man. It's like 150 keep, if I had pounds. space, I'd keep one. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm just uh, going to keep it. When we were cutting it, I got Lauren to drive me out there at like one in the morning to go get it on the last day of the fringe. And someone said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm taking this. And they went, are you allowed to take that? And I said, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looked and she went, oh, yeah, and then walked off. We should probably say at the start of this episode that we do know, like, and respect some women, but... Guess wise, it's just not happened so well, far. Bert, yeah, I think there's a, a good bloke, reason for that. Going, I think we should list the reasons. A bloke with long hair is as good as you're getting this week. <laughs> <laughs> for logistical reasons, yeah, that'll come He's up the soon. most diverse person as well because he's English. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. The first English guest. Yes. Thank you very much. Groundbreaking. Bert yes. is a girl. Good to have Bert some enough. representation. Barry is the first girl to appear in the podcast, to be fair. <laughs> but. <laughs> You've had more dogs on your podcast than you have women. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> We've Le- made- uh, Mark's editing all this out anyway. <laughs> no. this Bert, you, get, you get a tick you get two ticks for Bert because she's non-binary yeah. Yeah. and well, Spanish is she not yeah, yeah. yeah. well can yeah. you elaborate on the non-binary thing so, so the reason so you just called her Bertie just explain how, what happened with us um, we we uh, applied for a dog via a charity which is why she hates this story <laughs> um, uh, she came from the street dog charity in Spain and they said oh we've got this lovely dog he's a lovely little boy and uh, you will love him. His name is Babuja, which mm. is Spanish for bubble. Oh, um, I thought it was Berta, Spanish for Berta. No, no I think that would be Bertie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Betty. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then the, the, they arrived and they said, here he is. And we said, oh, it's our little dog. You know, I've never had a dog before. So I'm like, mm. yeah, okay, that's him. There's no need to like, why would I... Why would I, as a non-dog owner, think they're lying to me about yeah, the gender yeah. of this dog? You can see its penis, you didn't check. Well, why would I check, though? Why would I go, oh, let's have a look at the dog's dick? That's weird. <laughs> well, if it's on its back, or if it's going, if you're taking it a walk and it's like peeing against the lamppost. Okay, so two things, okay? <laughs> First off, I admit this was stupid, okay? So let's take the attitude out of the room immediately. Right? So, first of all, I, did, I, did, I commented, I said... But he doesn't have a dick, and that's <laughs> that's a bit weird, right? Yeah. My wife, who had dogs growing up, was like, "Oh, you know, it's a puppy. When the balls are drop, it will, you'll see it. When the cock drops, you'll yeah. See it. At what age is better, like ten or something? No, no, we didn't. Right. Like, yeah, she's two now. <laughs> okay, but I think that I just thought, I've, you know, I just thought the little Willie would like poke out like a <laughs> like a bidet, like a sort of like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like the wee like thing. Like about lipstick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen, yeah. I've heard lipstick yeah, yeah, yeah. dick before with yeah. the dog. So I thought it'd be like that. She was like, like six months. She was very fluffy. So I just thought, <laughs> and I wasn't overly thinking about it because I didn't comprehend for a second that she wouldn't be a boy because that's what. It was. She went to the vet, and I said to the vet, "Oh, he's got a bad tummy." 
And the vet said, oh, we'll have a look at him. And then they looked at her and then they went, here's your <laughs> dog. Give him this medicine. So the vet fucked up too. Oh, really? Mm. Wow. In this charged environment, you know, he's not going to tell you the wrong thing. Is. He's like, whatever you say, yeah. okay. You know. And then we took it to a vet another time. And the, the other time the vet was like, we've got Bertie down as a, as a boy. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's just funny, isn't it? Because she's a girl. And we're like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Weird how that happened. Um, and yeah, so. and you didn't change the name. You thought past the point of no return. Well, you can apparently change a dog's name at any point, but you know, because like you changed it from Babula or whatever it was, Babuha. Yeah, Babuha. Yeah, but then we'd had Bertie for a little while, and Bertie was just like you know, and also you do get girls called Bertie. Yeah. You you seen that? that uh, what's that show? Love, Love, Love on Netflix. Yeah. 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 The, uh, Claudio. What's her name? Is it Claudio Australian? Doherty? Yeah, Claudio Doherty. She played yeah. her character's called Bertie in it. So. That's right. He's could have done like a wee slight change and t- changed it to like Bernie, like Bernadette, and your Bernie favorite. Sanders. Bernie Sanders. I did consider it, but um, I, I, it was, I had a lot of like I've got a lot of work friends, not to brag, <laughs> and uh, they were all like, "You better keep the name Bertie because you know it's gender is a construct." Mm. I was like, "You know what? You're right." It's also a weird coincidence that is her name was Spanish for bubble, and you're a West Ham fan. Yeah, oh, so that was why we were we, we were gonna like. we were gonna call yeah. her Bubble at first, and then I was like, but I don't want to be shouting Bubble, and also West Ham saying I'm forever blowing bubbles, and yeah. then it's like, mm. <laughs> especially now you know she's got a cock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so we, we kept just little Bertie, and look, you know, she's a little gentle, a little gentle soul. Yeah, she's, she's a lovely, lovely dog, man. Mark is staying in my flat, mm. and what's the best way to say this? Mark enjoyed um, some company yeah. the other night. From one of his friends. I'm just going to enjoy this. Mark had a sleepover, let's oh, yeah. say. Wow. Had a friend I didn't stay. get an invite. As is my want. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As an adult man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's just say she wasn't paying any rent, you know. Mm. Um, she very much came out. Anyway. No, I was paying. Who? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For rent. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hey. Who knows what they got up to, right? Mm. Awful lot of board games here. Yeah, yeah okay. Is, it, is this on the couch that we are sitting on right uh, now? Well, yeah, it's the sofa bed. So that is where Mark sleeps and I presume entertains. Couch. Thought it was the, damp. Ca- the cushions are over to the side when the bed's rolled out. Okay. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Uh, unless the podcast uh, studio was set I, up at the time. I did have... <laughs> no, the only we thing, see what the only thing that was the same is I did still have the picture of Liam facing out. And, uh, uh, yeah, no, the was, cameras were up but you have to sign up to the Patreon. <laughs> um, anyway, actually, generally, so the, where I sleep is the room next door, all right? However, we didn't hear anything. I slept soundly that night, and in fact, the the guest, uh, whoever they may be, was long gone before I found my way to the breakfast table. Um, <laughs> however, um, but Bertie, who's a big fan of Mark, um, did go for a small investigation to see her favourite tenant. I may have left the door open to the uh, bed. <laughs> and uh, this was once this is like in the morning after you I, was know what in mean? The, I was in the living room yeah, at this Ma- point. Mark was in the living room came through we're having a bit of a chat about our, uh, our, our different our different style of lives that we have and uh, and Bertie um, came in a bit later I was actually gone by this point and she had found a little treat <laughs> a little a little used oh, treat oh, <laughs> yeah little naive blessed innocent Bertie with a used Johnny in her mouth 
corrupted forever. Okay, and she has. You'd have seen her earlier in the episode, which was on the couch. She has resting sad face. Um, yeah. That didn't uh, used to be there. Didn't it? She didn't then. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it was weird because it like seems since it happened. Like, and I just seen her walk in, and I just like I talked. I left that door open, and I just seen what was in her mouth wasn't the wee ball that she usually runs, but this way, and I just was like. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, Betty, no! I just try to wrestle it from her mouth, like, like it's a game. <laughs> Come on! It's one of those neon condoms that you get in like service stations. <laughs> Lemonade flavour. <laughs> Did she burst it? No, I think I think you managed to get it off her before think, there was any. Okay, um, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it had split, she'd have to get the morning after. <laughs> 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 when we we share, we've shared flats in the past, Mark, I don't know how much you want to go into this. Fuck it. Well, it depends who you're going to say. I suppose. <laughs> there was one year where you had the nice big room and there was a window into the cupboard where yes, I was Steve, sleeping. Steve, isn't like, Steve, uh, Steve, Wait, what? Steve got a, a, a comedy room, a balcony. No, 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 like it was a tiny wee box room next to mine, and there was like the Steve didn't have like obviously a window in. He just had a wee window that looked into my room. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, but it was like a wee kind of one up in the top, but <laughs> looking out at the sunset. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't even see because it was like so tall. It was just like one of those wee. So it was almost like a wee vent or something, wasn't it? Yeah, the sunrise for him was just you putting the big light on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wakey, Very wakey. much. And what happened? Did you find a little treat as well? I didn't find it. I, yeah, I came in and <laughs> well, was out. chucking it. <laughs> through the vent in the next room <laughs> no like it was a vent I think it was single glazing and it was very thin doesn't keep a lot of noise out and many sleepless nights for me <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way and for you but honestly just just every single night three minutes of pleasure and <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that you having a wank listening to me? Was it? <laughs> this is a filthy podcast yeah. this week, isn't oh, it? Jesus Christ. You bring it, because Liam, I've not seen your show this year at the Fringe, but I've heard it's Absolutely. very horny. I've heard it's a horny. Can, can I say before Liam talks about this that uh, his mum and dad were up the other day and they came to see my show, and at the end I said to them, oh, I'm sorry, it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a wee bit kind of. Uh, what was the word I used to use? I was just saying, oh, I'm sorry, there's a wee bit of shagging stuff in it. And he's like, oh, there's nothing compared to Liam's show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to write a horny show, but listen, you just have to, the heart wants what it wants. And yeah. When the muse comes. Absolutely. We, me and you have spoke to each other when we've seen people on stage at Monkey Barrow or the stand or whatever being overly horny and you've turned to me and you've went oh I hate horny comedians no 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 no, no. let's Come be on. very clear it's there a is... fucking gotcha pod this week <laughs> there is a there is a certain brand of new comic that is exclusively horny I have lots of sex stuff in my show talking about shagging on stage I think is fine we're all adults absolutely yeah. you know so but I, I kind of I feel like I, I try and justify each dirty bit with a little bit of politics on the, thrown <laughs> right. in as well. So, like, I'll talk about porn, but I'm talking about why you should pay for porn. Right. You know what I mean? Ethical yeah. porn. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk, talk about cum, but um, we'll talk about how you should pay for cum. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barry owes me some money. <laughs> and well, one of the things about cum was, like, about dominoes, was it not? I don't want to spoil anything, so forgive me if I am. But uh, then you ended up getting... So I, I kind of make a joke about how s some of the domino sauces are a bit cum-like. Right? Yeah, of course. And, you know, it's, it's quite... I, mean, I guess it's a bit of a spoiler, but, you know, that's so, fine. Sorry. But uh, we I can, did... We don't need to no, no, it. it's okay, because it is interesting, because it is funny, because I did a preview at the Edinburgh Stand, and the man came up to me after and said, I own 200 Domino's restaurants. <laughs> I love that 
joke about the the tummy sauce. Um, <laughs> you found our secret recipe. <laughs> if you ever want a free Domino, send me a message on Instagram and I'll sort it for you. And I've done that a few times. That's amazing. I'm so jealous. That is the dream. Yeah. Free Domino's for life. It is, but it's bad as well. It's good, but it's bad. And then who is it? Was it wasn't you that had Love Honey in, was it? Love Honey are coming so this week as well. Yeah. Fuck me, man. And they, also, and they do sex toys and stuff. Yeah. So I've got a lot. I've got a big routine about flashlights in my show. Uh, <laughs> and because of that. Uh, yeah, well, no, and, and so they they messaged me after and said, "Oh, they're sending people," and they sent me a oh, fucking. What's the political about the year? <laughs> you, uh, I talk about how it's sleep. shameful for men to have sex toys, but not shameful for women to have sex toys, which so is a good that. argument. I would yeah, say. absolutely. But it's very funny that you wanted to write a leftist politics show and you've written a horny show and become a corporate shell. Yeah. In a while. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it on both levels. <laughs> Listen, everyone's got their price, and mine is a fucking Domino's cookies and a free. <laughs> Um, which is so the, the woman who I was talking to uh, sent me a screenshot of the chat she was having with the love funny staff that were coming and uh, they, they, they were had, coming yeah. and they had listed what they were planning on bringing and the, the screenshot's really funny it's like uh, we could bring that double-ended dildo from the office that's never been used uh, <laughs> or, or I'd bog- want that as a bog-standard prerequisite that's never been used well no, nothing else they list they, 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 do they say it has never been used you know they don't they don't you know add that detail which makes me think that they're giving me some <laughs> used butt plugs but apparently I'm being given a butt plug later in the week getting all this shit from the office no one else wants so. yeah yeah <laughs> the fucking secret Santa <clears throat> that's cool man that's great I'm glad that you're a horny comedian now I've not got a single free thing from anything ever no I once got I got kind of the opposite of the Domino's thing uh, I had a routine about uh, that was kind of slagging off Pure Gym and then somebody who works for Pure Gym was at my gig and I got like free Pure Gym for like two years to be honest about <laughs> a year of it was fucking Covid when they were shot anyway yeah. so it was a bit shite but, uh, did you not good. get a free old El Paso? no I mean they changed the name on uh, Twitter and stuff but they never gave me anything free but did you not once meet a guy in the in the crowd as well from old El Paso yeah the CEO of... we talk about this every week this is a, <laughs> yeah, this is a regular Gareth, Gareth Much once posted a picture of him in his uh, in ball bags you know the boxers oh, yeah, yeah that's right and he yeah. got sent free boxers and then every year he would do that Facebook memories thing of like that, it's been one year since they did ball bags and they go haha and then send him more pants so he gets that's like a pair, of, a pair of boxers once a year from them actually oh. Ian Brew sent me a couple of deck chairs they're written the back garden yeah. and, and you've had tenants as well from that Te- tenants but the, f- the funny thing is like with the tenants one like because people get them sent because they're an influence or something but I just happened to one day be walking down the street and seeing that guy that had <laughs> or, a sombrero that was made of tenants cans <laughs> <laughs> and I took a picture of it and they're like thanks because this is like went viral you yeah. can have some free tenants if you want have yeah. you been offered mad stuff from like having a big no no really I don't think I've got like, a big enough following really that they would justify it like so I got uh, offered Teeth whitening service. Did you? Yeah. You're not taking it. Yeah. I would well, take it. I'm not saying you've got <laughs> shit teeth. I'm just saying if I've got the option, I'll take podcast, it. Right? Um, no, because they wanted me to like post four videos of me having Hang. the thing. So is that what like, Michael got? Yes. Complete that. Yeah, and I just thought it's a bit cringe. Man. I was going to just pretend my French of the year was sponsored by Cinch and just see what happened. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. Probably get me Rylan at least. That yeah. would be good. I do mention him in my show actually, right? Because I mentioned some boy, man. Yeah, maybe he'll sponsor me just as a sort of. I'd never heard <laughs> Ascension, and they've just come out of nowhere to sponsor everything. The SPL, well, the cricket, fucking everything, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Transmit snooker. I'm not even everywhere. really sure what it is. Some kind of car thing. Is it like we buy any car thing or some shit? Type like of thing. Yeah. Mm. 
but anyway speak, uh, speaking of football oh aye as well as Liam nice uh, link as we mentioned the uh, big Hammers fan mm. and so you used to be like you used to sell like some kind of programme for the West before yeah, the West Ham yeah my games. first ever job was at West Ham um, at Upton Park I used to be I've basically always done like I do that thing where oh here's something I like how can I monetize it yeah so i uh i i worked at west ham selling unofficial fanzines <laughs> for a, a publication called overland and sea <laughs> and where uh, does that derive from overland and sea well, they that sing the song. The yeah it's a child we I don't know if, the, yeah the yeah i think that's i think those are teams that we all follow the west right, sure, yeah, yeah. Overland and sea. i think it's like an old hymn or something I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah so i had a proper like little fucking denim belt like market boy <laughs> I was like 12 or something and he used yeah. to stand outside the ground and he used to have to shout. Cockney chimney sweep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my accent was way strong. Like I've got a posh, not posh, but like people in Dagenham would say I've got a posh voice. Now, after I went to drama college, but like before then I was a little spiv. I'd be like, oh, mate, hello. <laughs> <laughs> a 12 year old boy outside Upton Park. And I'm brand new today. Come get your overlands and see. West Ham's number one fanzine. <laughs> I'd get a tenner for doing that an hour before the game. And uh, yeah, they'd take us to the away games as well. And they'd. Um, and you'd often get into the games and stuff like that if you're going Yeah, out. like so we would go, uh, the guy would pick us up and it'd drive us to fucking wherever we were playing. Um, or like literally all over the country, and uh, often we wouldn't need to buy tickets because like people would come up to us and say, "Oh, I've got a spare. If you if you need to get if you know anyone, just pass this on because um, I can't shift this." We went to free games like for a uh, year. It was the championship mostly, mainly uh, yeah. all over the country. Yeah, it was great. Aye, but it was a nice story about you going to Old Trafford. So it was we were we were in the Premiership, and it was the last game of the season, um, and we were in a relegation battle. And we'd signed like um, Carlos Tevez and Mascherano, and and it was it was like a big game, and uh, and normally we could get tickets, but this one it was like Old Trafford's always hard to get tickets for anyway, and last day of the season relegation, but we just couldn't get tickets, and there was four of us, and uh, so like one way or another, in the kind of like I don't know, like we all managed to get in through like different like scams and schemes, <laughs> okay. and it's by far the fucking coolest thing that's ever happened in my life. Um, so the guy who drove the car, um, it sounds like a heist, right? But he, <laughs> <laughs> getaway driver. Yeah. So he, uh, there's like a, there was like a, a, a blind West Ham fan who would go to games. Who drove the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he would go to games and like a lot of stadiums provide like a, like a, someone to sit and like commentate next year, you go to the game. So the guy who drove the car knew that guy. Right. And was like. Look, I haven't got a ticket. Can I pretend to be your guide? I'll just say, you know, um, I'm with this guy and they'll just let me in. Might as well chance it. And so they did. So he snuck in that way and, <laughs> and sat with like him. Um, the guy, the other guy uh, basically looked up the name and this is like fucking 2004 or something. So like when you look talking about old phones, it's like the first internet on phones. Mm. It was called WAP. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. Wet ass pussy. Yeah, wet ass pussy on the fucking big brick phones. <laughs> and that is often what people used it to get. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked up the first West Ham website and uh, and looked at who the like photographer was, and just went, "I'm just going to go to the fucking press box and say I'm this guy. Let's see what happens." Nice. So he went to the press box and went, "Hi, I'm the fucking jolly photographer." <laughs> and they went, "Yep, there you go," and just handed him. No need to ask him why he's not got a camera. 
<laughs> no, yeah, no camera and like in a full West Ham. I'll be kit, taking like... my pictures with this phone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and they went, yeah, here's here's your picture. Press you know, press office this way or whatever. And he went, oh, I'm just gonna go and take pictures with the West Ham fans in the away end, and I'll be back in a bit. And he said, yeah, okay. And then he just went and fucking watched Amazing. it down there. And then he texts me saying... It was obvious lie ever. <laughs> but it is, but then it's like, why would you question it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, if someone yeah. knows the name, it's like... we it's the we theme leave... of this episode with Barry. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We leave comps say. on, like, you know, we have people come to shows yeah. and we often just say, oh, it's under my name. If someone comes up and says, you know, oh, two for in with now or whatever, don't try this. They'll <laughs> 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 then... on another ticket with their friends this fucking August. So he texts me and said, look, when I was in the office, I saw a fucking envelope that said two times Barry Fry, right? <laughs> you remember Barry Fry? Yeah. yeah. Legendary Geezer. manager. Yeah. So, so it, I was never I was never with a Barry Fry. Yeah. Well, so his manager for Man United? Yeah, I believe he was a, a United manager back in there. Maybe not. I don't I think mean, he how was. How long? Because Ferguson was there fucking 25 years. So, so I, 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 don't th- I don't know if he managed, managed United. But right. It's just one of those old good football men, like... It's yeah. just like a reference point at this point. Right. But was he, is he a West I didn't really know who he was either, right? right? Okay. Uh-huh. At the time. Um, but like, he, he apparently had been seen, he was like around. People were like, oh, fucking Barry Fry's here, do you know what I mean? Like the way they cut to like, you know, random old cunts in the fucking game. Like, yeah, oh, this is yeah. a man who played for fucking Man United in the 1930s or yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, God, he's looking good for his age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so they, they went, look, apparently he's in already, so just go and ask for him. And we, I was like, 14 or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I've got like my little fucking West Ham kit on. But I'm like, well, all right. So I put a hoodie on over my top and I just went to the press office. I went, oh, I've got two tickets for Barry. <laughs> I, I, what I actually said was, uh, I've got two tickets for Charlie Fry. <laughs> and they were like, well, we don't have anything here. Because obviously they're going to know who Barry Fry is. Yeah. So I can't say I'm Barry Fry. I'm not a fucking ex-football manager. I'm a 14-year-old boy. So I said, oh, I'm Charlie Fry. I'm Charlie Fry. Uh, my uncle's left me some uh, some tickets. And they went, no, oh, there's nothing here. And they went, well, my, uncle, my uncle's Barry, Barry Fry. And they went, oh, yeah, there you go. And then just gave us two tickets. For like, by the way, it, like a, a box. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yourself are in a box. No, Barry it, Fry's not with the fucking scum, is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's this, getting sandwiches. This, it gets even more stupid, right? So you know, me and mum, I'm with my mate Pat, all right, who like sold the things with me. So first of all, we get the tickets, and the first thing we do is like we just go out. So for some reason, we just like run. <laughs> as soon as you get it we're just 14 just... and we just don't know what the fuck's going on we can't believe we've got the tickets so we're just like running you go see your uncle uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a golden ticket it's like that right and then we stop and then we, write, we sit down and we go fuck right we've got the tickets we're gonna have to, we'll just have to go in and then try and make our way to the West Ham fans and then somehow just fucking you know sneak sneak away um, it's like a hospitality area so we were shitting it the whole time I want to be clear this isn't like us being fucking cool guys we were like freaking out and, and this uh, is at Old Trafford which obviously still is but certainly at that time was like the big fucking you know Theatre of Dreams the biggest fucking you know, yeah. stadium mm. or that kind of shit and it's, and it's the last day of the season it's like fucking all going on uh, so we go up to the hospitality thing and there's like a hostess who meets us there and like literally we are two 14 year old boys with like little West Ham beanies Charlie and, like, and Pat Ferrari nice to meet you <laughs> <laughs> hoodies on and everyone else is in fucking suits do you know what I mean? And so there's a hostess who's like, um, hello. And we're like, oh, here are our tickets. And she goes, oh, wonderful. I'll come sit you with Barry Fry now. Or, you know, I'll take you to Barry's table. And, and I go, no. <laughs> she can't sit us with him. So she goes, what, 
what's wrong? So oh, we can't sit with them. Uh, that's my uncle. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but he got us these tickets for Christmas, but there's been a bit of an argument in the family, so <laughs> we can't go sit with them. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. Come around and sit here. And she took balls us around. on this kid. Man. <laughs> Mental. Rest. I don't know who this that kid is. is. Yeah. I fucking bailed her. They Again, come off the door, me and man. 14 ain't even flirting with idealists. No. <laughs> no way. No. I, I, I don't know how, like looking back, it feels like a different person. But yeah, then we went and they took us, they took us like to a, a different box and then we watched the game and then we fucking. I think, a different box? Yeah, yeah like it was a, a big area with like tables and like a bar and everything. And then it was like the access to, it weren't like individual boxes, but they were along, like they were sort of stacked yeah. one another. And they took us around the corner and she was like, okay, I'll keep you here and I'll, I'll make sure your Uncle Barry doesn't see you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and we watched him, but we couldn't enjoy the game because we're like, <laughs> and we're, we're fucking idiots. We're like, they're going to phone the police. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end up in some prison in Manchester. And uh, yeah, then we ended up fucking Tevez scored and we, we got, we stayed up and like the whistle went we fucking ran out of the building and like literally <laughs> like literally no one believed us for like a year <laughs> because it was so fucking stupid but that's amazing and it's a shame you never had one of those free phones that you could have video videoed the experience <laughs> yeah I kind of forgot when it happened until like you and Pat were like the goat in that motor in that fucking executive box <laughs> <laughs> Barry Fry's like who's that Doug <laughs> <laughs> You're a very good stand-up, Liam. Correct. Uh, you do. Uh, <laughs> Just no, no further questions. You've uh, not read the reviews, I see. <laughs> You've. Uh, how long have you been going? Oh bloody hell! Uh, I was 19 when I did my first gig. I'm 33 now. And there's COVID there as well, so that's 12 years probably altogether. Fuck's sake! Yeah. You're a veteran. I know it's I'm... weird, isn't it? I should be way more successful for how fucking <laughs> long I've been doing it. A good the first five six years of that I was fucking around and I was. Did you start in Scotland? No. Yeah, no. no. I did my first gig at uh, I was I went to Queen Margaret's University in Musselburgh outside Edinburgh, and um, there was like an open mic night, and uh, I just played some songs. Oh, you're a musical comedian? I did, yeah. I've never heard of this. What songs? songs? So, it was open mic night, so it wasn't a comedy night. Right. Um, But I I sang some funny-ish songs. So I sang a song that... uh, Always looking the bright side of life or something. Well, it was a cover. Yeah, so I, I sang a song. I've got a song that'll get on your nerves. (laughs) (laughs) But then I'd written a song as well that was... um, It was about a dream I had when my teeth fell out. No, a dream I had where my teeth were stolen. Uh, it was shite, and it was the song was called <laughs> a Teeth Thief, and it was like that's great. It was that's like, like Chris from a couple of boys actual material now about his teeth getting fucking <laughs> falling out. Was current dream of it, and it was like puns on all the different types of like teeth, canine, and and those canine. No, not even puns, just like stupid rhymes with like right. those those inside it's, those incisors should be inside me or whatever. It was like and this is in your current show. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the horny the horny teeth show I'm doing live at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. Uh, anyway, so like I did that and it went fine, but it was like you know twenty people there or whatever. And the woman who ran the bar said, "Hey, you should run a stand up comedy night." And again, like eighteen, bold as brass. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I can do that." I'm Charlie Frey. I can do it. <laughs> so I, I I was doing a drama course, so I just got a load of mates. Some would do drama, some some didn't, and I just went. You guys wanted to do a fucking stand-up night, and there was like it was a like very little pressure because we knew everyone on the, as a student union or whatever. It wasn't like a big uni. Mm. It was like twenty people, and we just I hosted my first ever gig, um, and then 
yeah, it was like five or six of us, and we all just did like I have no idea how long any of us did or really what any of us said. We all just probably did about ten minutes or something each of just us trying to stand up. The rest is history. I wish we had a film of it. I'd love to sit and watch it with you. It would yeah. be your first ever. It's cringe as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch! It would be more. No, fun. It's not, I mean, that's not a controversial take. Is it? No, it would be more fucking fine. drama students at eighteen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would be mortifying. Yeah. So that's you. What was your, what was your plan? Like, be a big, big actor? Yeah. Or? Well, I did bit acting when I was younger, and then I just so I did drama, and then I started stand up, and then over the next two years, I was doing drama course, and then I start. I went to the stand. I'd been to the stand already, and then I went and signed up for Red Raw and. Edinburgh Review and all that stuff. And so was doing the stand, was that your first gig outside of the student uni? Um, I don't, th- I can't remember. It was all, it's all a bit of a blur because there was that, I think I did some with the Edinburgh Review before I did my Red Raw. Aye. But I, in my, I don't know what the first date was. So in my head, my first gig was at Red Raw. Sure. Like first proper fucking official, you know what I mean? Stand yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand. Yeah, which went fine. And then you just like, you know, you, you do it and you like it and you're all right. And then you just... I was I was also a student, so I wasn't like pursuing it. Um, and it was third year of uni. I was like, I, I think I got my first paid gig, and I was like, I'm gonna be fucking rich, man. <laughs> Fuck you guys and your studies. I've been offered seventy pounds to go to Air for Billy Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> you will never see my face again. Seventy quid's quite a lot of money for your first yeah. paid gig. That wasn't actually my first paid gig, but it was it was that year that I uh, my first paid gig was uh, I got thirty pounds. Um, to gig in a venue called Hamish's Hoose in <laughs> Paisley. Wow. Um, How was it? Little English drama student. I think that was Hello, everybody. <laughs> Paisley. Wow, look the pattern. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's a good story, actually. Um, it was run by Kira Murphy, who I think you guys were all a bit too young to remember. No, no. I, I, the, first time I ever, the first time I ever gigged in Edinburgh was uh, I went to do a gig for her at the City Cafe, and it was like April. And I remember coming through, and it was like a tenner ticket, and it was like maybe like a Wednesday night or something. And she's like, right, hand me a bunch of flyers. And she's like, right, go out to the Royal Mile and flyer in April. This isn't during the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> and I, I've done like three gigs, right? I don't know anything about this person or whatever. You and just so don't understand the hustle grind set, man. Well, I didn't at the time. And then but you, you laugh, right? But at one point, I'm handing out flyers, and Kira comes up to me, and she goes like that. Right, and there was a wee guy who was kind of annoyed that we had to do the flyering, and I didn't know any of us was like, if you want, whatever, try and get people onto the show, and there was a wee guy who was kind of huffy about it, and she went, you'll never be a comedian if you don't learn to flyer, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and then the, I always remember seeing Paul McDaniel, our mate, and he was going to a gig at the Beehive, right, and see, because that gig was definitely happening, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, the, the Beehive could have been fucking live at the Apollo <laughs> in yeah. my eyes, right, but I'm just an <laughs> gig above a pub or whatever, but anyway, uh, that ended up getting pulled. <laughs> and she gave us, she wow. gave us like a fucking 45 minute lecture about comedy and stuff and then I get nice. the train home and I remember it cost me seven, uh, it cost me £17.50 for the return ticket to Edinburgh for all that yeah and you did an hour of flyering as well yeah, yeah I know yeah, unpaid labour <laughs> you were getting paid more for fucking doing that fucking unofficial West Ham programme than I got for the fucking uh, gig yeah so my, my gig um, uh, Keir McAllister was on and Kira had driven us there and um, after the show, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Kira was like, the show had gone all right. Yeah. And uh, and Kira was sort of like, right, well, I'll go and chat to everyone who was here. So then there's a bit of a connection and then they're more likely to come back after. I remember Paisley, we live in Edinburgh, and we're like, we want to... It's like 10 o'clock. We never want to come back here again. <laughs> and she's doing the rounds, sort of talking to every table, having this big conversations. Hey, what's your name? And all that. 
and and uh, Kia, who was seeing, not married to Jay Laffey at the time, um, like Jay had messaged him saying, "What time are you getting home?" And uh, he messaged her saying. Oh, that fucking mad cow is talking to every fucking cunt in this building. <laughs> and you see where this is going. He sent that text to Kira. <laughs> um, and thankfully, Kira had left her phone at, 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 in Edinburgh, in her house. So she had no idea. But it was like a sort of, you know, Kira was like trying to concoct sort of like yeah. fucking situation. Can I break into her house and delete like a, like a sitcom from the 90s? That was literally, I think, the first episode of Seinfeld. Isn't the answer machine message? <laughs> 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 and to be fair, when she did find it, like she texted back saying, what's that all about? And he went, look, you're a fucking mad bitch. Come on. <laughs> and, and she went, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I am a mad bitch. <laughs> I can't remember if I've said this on here, but uh, I was gigging with Gareth much at the... Gilded Bloom in the basement theatre sure. and he was this guy was on stage just talking shit about him and then like to me and I wasn't really joining in but he was talking a lot of shit <laughs> yeah fucking arsehole and all that you know whatever his voices and then uh, we looked down and the guy's phone's recording his set as he's on stage right beside us and he's just like how the fuck what we're gonna do here I don't know if we should just delete the fucking recording <laughs> this guy's recording his set. either that you could have go like Ah, he's really just gonna kidding. Think, he's going to think I, that we are. I think we went serious. down that route and just went, just whispered, like shouting into the phone. Ah, it's kidding on. You got, got you. All the most harshest truths the cunts ever heard of themselves. <laughs> got you. You be fucking idiot. You could have really acted like you started off like when you realised, and as you're listening, you sort of go, you go, go. What do you know? What actually, this joke is good. <laughs> And then by the end of the set, you're like, I've changed my mind about that original thing I thought. I spoke too soon on this young comedian. He's That's fantastic. Gross. That's one of the best comedic performances I've ever witnessed. For the tape, it's a standing ovation for us. You can't hear it, but we're, we're, we're stood up clapping how good this is. But the, I'm sure the guy was like, oh, because I think much had to tell him, it just came clean. And the guy was like, oh, I never even listened to my recordings no. anyway. Well, that, do you know that is funny? Because that is true about comedians. Yeah. Like, you never listen back to the yeah. recordings. It's like, yeah, that's but it's just this sort of bomb waiting to be detonated I suppose <laughs> yeah. like, I, better, I better actually start looking over that act right how did that one go oh <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> I always think you know, with all the material that we record of ourselves it's like you know how like when Kurt Cobain like killed himself every now and then there'll be like a new Did book it? that's <laughs> <laughs> there'll be like a new book that's like oh we've discovered some of uh, Kurt Cobain's early poetry in the yeah. back of his school books or whatever if any of us like fucking died <laughs> young oh, God. there's just so much there's, there's, there's so much material of like everything we've ever yeah. thought is basically fucking recorded if I kill myself do not leak me dying for five minutes at 52 canoes <laughs> <laughs> trying out some patchy new stuff yeah I know I, that's I'm not good. what he would have wanted yeah yeah the Stuart McPherson bootlegs <laughs> the, de- the early demos yeah. I, I, when I was like 12 I wrote a, like my first wee joke book like I didn't know I was going to be a comedian or anything but I wrote like a few jokes and some paper and stapled it together and I like a year later I found it and I was so ashamed that I went out to the woods and buried it <laughs> Right. <laughs> We're going in a field trip. <laughs> film it, film that whole thing. You went and buried the jungle. Where, where is this? This is so bite. fucked up. This is like such a. That's such a like. If something was in a film of a comedian, you would say two on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's buried a joke book in the woods. How deep did you dig? 
What was it? Uh, I think it probably only scratches the surface. Yeah, I yeah. said Benny. I think How I put leaves on these it. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so. I don't even know what the jokes were, but I just found them and cringed so hard that I was like, no one can ever find this. And I was like, oh, I could rip it up, but my mum might sell it, tape it back together or something. <laughs> That's exactly what she do. <laughs> so I need to go out and bury it. Fucking hang for the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> He's a serial killer in Clyde Bank. <laughs> yeah, fucking. How old are you? Oh, must have been like 12 or something, maybe 11, 12. So, what did, like, what did you bring with you when you were going to bed? Did you bring no, a I didn't shovel? shovel. I didn't, it wasn't six feet deep, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, fucking grave. So, you just. So, you took it. Where, where did you go? I, just, I probably just put under leaves or something like, I think I ripped up and then kind of like a dog <laughs> like a dog I want to know whether you will tell us where this is or whether you're still worried about people reading these jokes was, and will not reveal the location there's a place called The Addy which was at just the woods outside my where my house as you know how as you come in it's yeah. like the street the way it's a hill but it's now fenced off thankfully so no one's ever seen it someone's built a house on it's like it's like the fucking Roman gold and all that you get around here yeah like 10,000 years they'll, they'll unearth it and it'll be like this is what culture was like yeah, in the year 1995 years ago yeah. <laughs> and see when you left see when you buried it like it's that, what's that Edgar Allan Poe story the telltale heart where like he's buried a heart and he can just hear the heartbeat in his <laughs> you're not trying to sleep just hearing someone not laughing at the shit jokes if you rip up not, a joke not, in the forest and no one hears it <laughs> does it still die on its ass <laughs> oh fuck me man that That's memory good. just appeared I've, that <laughs> I buried amazing. that I buried that memory in my subconscious <laughs> Uh, I relate to that That's, I'd do something like that yeah it's just just when you're that age and you're just because it's like that porn laptop thing like yeah, yeah, yeah. creating all these ways of how I can stage a break in in my house uh, and then like yeah the, the, my first thought was the only way no one will ever find this is if I bury it in the woods like an insane fucking thing to think but never thought to bury the laptop man no, that was a. You could that, have been that, building like a time capsule. <laughs> so you got your jokes, a laptop, yeah. <laughs> all, all the things I'm ashamed of. You don't remember any of the jokes or even what the content, the content, the topics, anything. It was probably knock knock jokes and stuff. It was just like I did stand up when I was really when I was eight. Did you? Yeah. So that I've was your first ever gig. One. Yeah, that was my real first ever gig actually. Um, some of us wrote jokes and had the guts to perform them <laughs> instead of hiding them in the woods like little freaks. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did stand up at um, Haven Holiday Camps um, in talent competitions. I have a video as well actually. Oh my god! Uh, I, it I, sounds I, like you had really pushy like parents that were like forcing you to like sell these magazines. <laughs> go on, dance for the kids. <laughs> Listen, in Dagnum, you've got to work. Okay, <laughs> it's a hard life. No, um, I just I, I always like I wanted to do like be a drama kid or whatever, and I wanted to do I loved comedy. So like I, my dad gave me a load of jokes, and <laughs> I just did them at talent shows. I won, and I, I won us like holidays and stuff. Oh nice! So yeah. I did it like four or five times. So I've got videos. I've always wanted to use it in a fringe show, but I just never, you know. My, my, I thought I'd seen that. Did I imagine that? I think I, I did it in a preview once, maybe oh, yeah. a couple of years ago, but it never made the show because it just wasn't appropriate for that show. And this show is all about fucking cum. So I'm like, <laughs> by the way, here I am when I was eight years old telling fucking shit jokes. Do you remember any of them? The first joke? Whose jokes were they? Were they or was it just these kind of like jokes just again? General, joke general sort of shit pub jokes. But um, I, I remember there was one. 
This doesn't even make sense now because I don't think any. I've never heard anyone call horses this, right? But uh, have you ever? You know, have you ever Is it horses for courses? Because we covered this in last week. We got after you were right. Thank you for that justification. Yeah. Uh, Big man. Have you ever heard horses called the GGs? No. No. So I think it's an Irish thing. But like my dad's Irish, and but you know anyway. So the, this was the joke, right? And it was um, if a GG is a horse, what's an EGG? An egg. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's a good joke. Uh, <laughs> and I used to do this thing. The, the logic is flawless. In that joke. <laughs> yeah, structurally, it's very sound, right? Um, Hard-boiled sh- joke. <laughs> and I used to do this thing when I was younger, where I can sort of roll my tummy. Like that, and that was my big Amazing. finale. I'd say, oh, I'm going to do a belly, belly dance. So dare I do it? Well, I can do yeah. it. I've, just got, I've got a lot more belly to roll. Um, when I was seven years old. But that was the finale. At the end of my set, I would lift my shirt up and I would roll my tummy. Do a belly and dance. Would clap. Yeah, belly dance. I would. I would roll, yeah, Liam, the belly dancing stand up, age seven from Dagenham, uh, would win us a holiday. But Fuck did you balance sick. that out with a real bit of political with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The forty-minute mark was uh, where I introduced the sad part. Yeah, the two brown and blue to task after the belly roll <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor of it right <laughs> no, that's great I think the first time I ever saw you was at a comedian's rap battle really yeah the stand and it was like one of those ones I'm sure it was like the Glasgow Comedy Festival uh, like launch night and then they had rap battles afterwards for some reason so was it comedians versus rappers I'm sure it was against another comedian. I'm sure it would have been... Yeah, well, I did a few of them. I was quite into it when there was a thing. Um, they did um, Comedians versus Rappers at the Glasgow Comedy Festival. Yeah. And the first year, the comedians just thought, we'll wing it, and then the rappers can actually rap, so they fucking destroyed them. And then the next year, the comedians were like, right, we're going to write this properly. This was the first year I did it. And so it was Comedians versus Rappers, and like we all worked really, really hard. Yeah. And uh, and then comedians fucking tore apart all the rappers. It was great. And then after that, they did comedians versus comedians. And yeah, I'm sure it was because I remember I hadn't gigged with you or anything then, and I'd seen it, and I wanted to just kind of speak to you, right? (laughs) 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 Finally, after years, he's managed to achieve. He had to pretend to be Barry Fry's fucking. (laughs) 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 I I rap battled Kai Humphreys at the at the Glasgow stand. Might uh, have been that. Was it at the stand or was it the artist? It was at the stand. And yeah, I, I'd I went up to you and you won, I remember, because I'd went up to you and I went, I just wa- I'd, I'd, I just wanted to say, like, uh, hi or whatever. And I, <laughs> I went up to you and I was like, what's a good way to sort of talk to this guy? So I was like, oh, unlucky there, mate. And you're like, I, I won? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, did you? Nice one. See you later. <laughs> and I just walked away. <laughs> It's oh. like a CMB meeting one of his heroes. That's very him. sweet. I'm not, it wasn't a hero. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they could have continued. I was offered one. Me and CMB were offered to do one mm. on the BBC. They did one for the BBC during the Fringe. Yeah. And this was at a point where I was just like, I just can't. There's so much work if you want to do it properly. Like I did a, I did a no. few that I was really happy with. There's one on YouTube versus a rapper called Z that I spent fucking ages ago on. And I was like, right, I'm going to really write one that's fucking takes apart everything he does and like really calls him like misogynistic and like really breaks him down and yeah. then when I didn't have as much time as that I just wrote really misogynistic ones <laughs> <laughs> and then beat uh, me his own <clears throat> game yeah <laughs> and, and then, then um, him. 
Yeah, when me and CMB were offered one during the French, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. So much work it's to do. Right it's a lot of effort. And also, it's like, I, he's my friend. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. It's just, I got to a point where I'm like, I, I'm, I'm over the whole roast thing. Yeah. Like, I'm done with it. If I mm. if if we did a roast, if it was like a some laugh roast, and you all took it quite seriously, and you said like nasty things to each other. Yeah. If I was involved in that, by the end of the night, I would have an eating disorder. 100%. <laughs> I'm just too sensitive for any of this shit now. Like, and yeah. I'm going to see like all the comics doing like, oh, we're going to roast battle. I'm like, no. Don't I'm not into I'm that not either. either. Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. I've got that tooth and a skin for that shit. I know. Yeah, me too. We should do one where we just compliment each other. Yeah, we'd be up for compliment battles. <laughs> Man, that'd be great. <laughs> really would like that. Uh, we done it. A... <laughs> I think you'd be fantastic. At that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Owned. We we uh, done a rap battle, me and you, Jennings. Yeah. So we done one, and so basically we did. I suppose it was not too long after we'd met, and but we've got um we did a mutual friend, Stevie Gal, who kind of we both knew because I went to school and you worked with him, and so we both went to him for information on each other. <laughs> yeah. And I said to him. Oh, do you know anything about Steve? And he said, "Oh, do you know he's got a really long foreskin?" <laughs> and so I then, so I before we done how the does battle, Stevie Gal know? That's the question. Well, uh, I don't well, know how really. long is it? You know what I mean. I mean, if it's that long, that it's I'm not trailing along the pavement. after Jerry Sadowitz's thing. I'm not getting out on was podcast. That, was that the material that was in your twelve-year-old joke book? <laughs> Stretch my foreskin to my knee, you know. He's so ashamed of his foreskin, he's gone and buried it in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long, it follows him back home. He's got a breadcrumbs for Hansel and Gretel. He finds Stevie every time. <laughs> um, bye. So you, so I told you that, and then like it was funny because when I told you, you pure laughed like fuck, and like instantly you just went like, right. Don't say that, and what I'll do is like you. What was your thing? You can, uh, so I, I was like, I'll write a verse about it as if I've preemptively, aye. or as if I'm like reacting to you, you saying this he thing. Was gonna bring it up, yeah. So I've written a, a rap about fuck you, yeah. I don't have a long foreskin and all that, yeah. Stuff. So I, I just done my two verses, and then it was Steve's last one, and then you had to like stop <laughs> and say it to the crowd, kind of like all that, basically. Like, <laughs> uh, I thought he was gonna say about my long foreskin, and I always remember the laugh you got because you just went like. Fuck you, I don't have a long force game. Very clever. Instantly then I'm like, he didn't deserve to win that. I'd slaved over my actual jokes about you. And then, but it was a, it was a good last night. Classic was Steve thing to find a way to roast yourself, basically. <laughs> I know. Is, it was yeah. a very sort of eight mile moment. <laughs> brand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am white. I, I do live in a trailer with my mum. My foreskin is long. <laughs> that probably was the inspiration for that, actually, to be honest. Watching, I fucking used to love eight mile. I knew I would know all the great film. You know all the raps. The, the, the I, I snuck into Eight Mile, um, but I was too young. <laughs> you get some tickets from Barry Cryer or whatever the fuck. Barry Cryer. <laughs> <laughs> he works at the uh, the Odeon Dagnum here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we well, uh, pretend he's Eminem's fucking nephew. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we snuck it. We went. We bought tickets to uh, the Tuxedo. The Jackie oh Cameron yeah, film. yeah. And uh, and then we we snuck out of that after like twenty minutes, and then went over to the. The screen that eight mile was on so that we could watch that. I can imagine you were probably dressed at the time, kinda of like with backwards caps and like Dungarees <laughs> and ice hockey masks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw. Could have been more obvious that he's really wanting to go to the blonde hair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember though, like do you, do you I remember like going to the uh, cinema with my dad and my cousin or something when I was about I think it was like eleven, right? And it was before 
a 12A was a thing. And we were trying to just go and see the James Bond film. Yeah. And like, the lot. no, you can't again because you're no 12. <laughs> yeah. And we just had to get him. We couldn't Shit. fucking see it. And it's like, what 12 year old has ID anyway? Like, yeah. like original driving license or. Lapping your young Scott card out. Yeah. Passport Aye. to leisure. I don't know why we didn't just lie or whatever, but they basically just, they obviously caught the like, I'm done with that. But like, fucking James Bond. And it, yeah. I feel cheated now when I see the 12A because I go, that wasn't a book back my day. And I got to see fucking GoldenEye or whatever. You know? Yeah, what Bond film was it? Have you it was seen one of the Brosnan ones. I can't remember. Well, it would probably been like the Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, yeah, Tomorrow yeah, yeah. Never Dies. I remember seeing uh, the Scorpion King. I think that was the first like twelve A. That that was my moment when I realised twelve A was a thing. I'm a man now. I'm a man now. I can go and see the Scorpion King. <laughs> the <laughs> did you ever see that? Which thing? one's that? It's a piece of shit. Like you sequel, did see it's it. Like and, a, yeah, it's like the Mummy sequel. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Isn't it? The yeah, Rock. Yeah. The Rock was the main guy. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, which is something... Oh, like, fuck, yeah. It's a comment I get. For the him. listeners, Liam looks like Brendan Fraser. <laughs> do you think I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I've never... I never got it, and then I started... You know, I, I grew the long hair, and then people started saying Brendan Fraser. This happened at a gig at Last Fringe. Yeah. Me and Stevie B were doing the Monkey Barrel uh, Fringe Late Show, and, like, fucking James Acaster turns up, right? Yeah. Who's obviously, like, someone we've looked up yeah, to. We've mentioned yeah, this on the pod. And did much. You've spoken about it before. I've not spoken about what they said to you. Yeah. <laughs> what so, James said to you. Well, do you remember, <laughs> did you speak about how we were sort of saying to each other, like, what's that cool material? Yeah. <laughs> and I was hosting, and I was like, it's okay, I know how to be a cool host. I'll do some fun <laughs> stuff. I'll ask some fun questions. And I got on stage, and someone just shouted out, homeless Brendan Fraser. <laughs> 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 and, and I looked up and I just saw James Acaster <laughs> pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's so annoying about that? Is that's, that's someone who's seen me and gone, he looks like Brendan Fraser, but not in a good way. <laughs> I, I, I do, I, in no circumstances does, must this be misconstrued as a compliment. Let's add the word homeless you, in there. You're a homeowner. You've been heckled. <laughs> You've been heckled in front of like one of the most sort of you know well-respected comedians in the country, and he's on the heckler side. <laughs> <laughs> it's such yeah. an unlikely thing. To happen. Yeah. Yeah. He's going, yeah, fair play. <laughs> he's such like a jongler's heckle as well. Like something that he wouldn't respect, you would oh, think, but he fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was great, and I was, I was just so really good. fucked by it. I was just like homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Never meet you. Never perform comedy in front of your heroes. Yeah, no. Because Brendan Fraser used to be a good-looking guy, and now when you look at him, he doesn't look great. <laughs> Mark, looking at me like, where the, twist, where the fuck's twist, he going with this? Twist the knife, why no, don't you? I'm just, save Jesus I'm, Christ. Where on the spectrum do you lie? I guess. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I, I think when Brendan people Fraser. say Brendan Fraser, I don't think they're talking about sexy bisexual, the mummy Brendan Fraser. I think they're talking about big fat alcoholic. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> not, not the Jumanji version or whatever. No, what was it? The I think it's well done. George in the Jungle, it was. It was George oh, in yeah. the Jungle. Oh yeah, good than that. You, you, do you think it was in, during his missing period? Where yeah, where we didn't really see him, but before he had fully lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not at that end yeah. of the spectrum. <laughs> We're in the Brendan scale, are you? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I don't know. I would like to think I'm a five. I'm somewhere between the mummy and now. But, you know, yeah. Brendan Fraser, to be fair, he gets a lot of love online because he's just like, everyone's like, he's a wholesome like guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, exactly, so. you could and do worse. Just, uh, it's like you. 
<laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is compliments. Ben, ben you know? Fraser's not talking about gum on stage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George of the Jungle is. Uh, I, that, that was one of the first films I went to see uh, at the cinema. I remember with my dad. So that was like a mm. uh, that's a formative memory right there. Going to see George and him just sitting there, the old Irish man going, "What the fuck is this?" Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, I went to see Flubber with my dad, and he wa- he made us walk out <laughs> halfway. <laughs> Walked out of flubber. Yeah, he's like, this is fucking shit. I've had enough. This isn't the art house (laughs) film I was led to believe. Thanks a lot for, for joining us. Thanks for having Cheers us in your, your spare room as ever. Uh, as ever. <laughs> we, we record every single episode from Liam's <laughs> spare room. Nice last two. Uh, have you, do you want to plug your French show? If it's going to be, uh, this is going to be out before the end of the French. So, yeah. I'm doing a show. It's called Hot Sauce. It's pretty filthy. Um, it's on <laughs> uh, every day at the Monkey Barrel Carnival at quarter to eight. Yeah. Um, I'm on at Liam with now on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And it's a brilliant show. You should get along. Yeah. We have big on TikTok as well. We've got loads of videos on there. Do definitely check them out. And uh, we've also seen Liam's show, which is fucking brilliant. So definitely go I've along. Not. Yeah, uh, Stephen's not. I've, I not. Mention. I, I mentioned it earlier. I've, I've not seen, seen Steve's show though, so fuck him. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. I've seen your show. It's very good. I'm seeing yours tomorrow. Thank you. Oh god, this is a fucking compliment rap battle going on here. It's like the end of Reservoir Dogs for a point of guns at different people. Yeah. And you've got a great podcast as well, if you want to plug that. Yeah, me and uh, previous uh, guest slash freak, Christopher MacArthur Boyd, <laughs> uh, who you watch slowly have a mental breakdown over the course of a Some Laugh podcast. Um, that, that mental breakdown is available on demand in our Enjoy an Album podcast. Yeah. Me and Chris are listening to the top 500 albums of all time, as according to Rolling Stone, and we vaguely talk about the albums whilst making jokes about come it's a lot like <laughs> this but with slightly more reason structure um, i guess but um but you know it's it's uh, very good and me and mark went to see the live version it's still not live the version Script. Yeah, I didn't see it. There was two guys at my show yesterday. I just by don't the think way. Stephen doesn't support me whatsoever. He's not seeing any of my things or whatever. Have you? Do you know who I am? I like your rap battles. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing he's ever seen of you. Is that one back in the day? Um, there's two guys at the uh, show. My show yesterday. Dead Sound guys. Shout out to them. They were, they were sound uh, in an otherwise difficult performance. Uh, but they were saying they're they're joking for us to do a some laugh live. Oh really? Oh yes. Them, Watch this space. Nice so, one. Uh, just if you'd like to hear that, right, uh, do get in touch. Um, but anyway, I so check out Liam's show at the Fringe if you're in Edinburgh this August, uh, and check his stuff out online as well. Liam with Neil, uh, Stephen, me, well, me and Stu will still be performing at Edinburgh Festival as of this going out. Uh, so do come see us there as well if you're about. And as ever, just uh, please uh, YouTube subscribe, uh, like all that stuff. Uh, I'm fucking this bit up <laughs> please like and subscribe on YouTube uh, if you're watching this uh, you can give us a 5 star review on Apple Podcasts Spotify or whatever else lets you leave a review and you can follow us on Instagram Twitter and TikTok at Some Laugh Pod. and until next time guys thanks very much and cheers we'll see, you see you later bye thanks Liam, thanks, Liam. appreciate it cheers legends <laughs>